0: Welcome to episode sixty-seven of the RXP podcast, where three working professionals talk about the games, movies, and shows they love to enjoy in their free time. I'm your host today, Alex, and for today's topic, we're gonna to be talking about when is it time to stop? And no, I'm not talking about when is it time to stop recording this show. Talk about when do we decide to stop, you know, watching shows, watching movies, playing games. Like, is there a hard line or is this just this nebulous concept of saying, When are you truly done with something? And taking time to do that with me today are my co hosts, as usual, are Matt.
1: <laughs> what is up?
0: And Tiffany?
2: So can we also potentially talk about when we like stop for the night or is that like a completely different conversation?
0: I mean, I think that can come up, but I, you know, any type of stopping, I I felt like the topic was mostly around, you know, moving on from things. So the, the idea of saying, I just need to be done with this, whether it's through exasperation or fulfillment, you know, whatever kind of feeling gets you going. And, you know, if it comes up, it comes up if you want to talk about, you know, if you're Playing or watching something till the nigh hours of the the night, you know that can that can also be a thing.
2: Okay, well, getting get something ready for- out to
0: pasture,
1: you know what I mean. Okay, that's exactly. Fair. You know, get ready like, for some uh, spicy Queen Butt takes.
2: stallion. Wow, we had to talk about yeah,
0: that. That's a tiny Tina <laughs> reference. Anyway, before I get to that, you know, we're gonna take some time first, as always, with our recurring segment of the variety game segment. And for today's variety game segment, it's a simple thing. I'm calling how long did Alex play this for? And oh, so nice. for, uh, for my co-hosts, and for those of you out there, as I mentioned in the past, you know, if you've listened to previous episodes of the podcast, I typically keep a word document of, uh, games I play and also how long I play them for. So whether or not it's just playing them to rolling credits or playing them for a platinum trophy, you know, I I write it down because it's a nice kind of singular space I can go back to say, you know, regardless of where I play these, it's easy for me to reference to say, hey, I played, you know, Neo Two for eighty hours to get that platinum trophy, and so that's just a reference there. But for, obviously, Neo Two won't be one of the games I list here. But for my co-hosts. I'm going to pick five games from my list. So these are games I've played within the past three years or so, give or take. And I'm going to ask them, how long did I play this for? I'm not going to tell you whether or not I got the platinum for this game or whether it was to rolling credits, but basically how long did I play this for? And then stop playing, you know, simple as that closest answer wins. And we're just going to go in rotating format. So, you know, Matt's going to go first, first round, and then, or actually, Tiffany will go first, first round, and then Matt will go second, first round, and then we'll swap back and forth there. I'm letting Matt go second in the first round because he's currently trailing in our running total with two points, Tiffany in second with three points, and me in first place with four points. So we'll give Matt the slight advantage this time around to see if he can make up some ground. So it sounds clear? I'll take it. All right. First game, Paper Mario, The Origami King. This game came out July 2020. I beat it in August of 2020. So I'm not giving exact dates, but just to give you a time frame of when the game came out, when I or when I got the game and when I actually beat it. How mm-hmm. long did I play Paper Mario, The Origami King for? Tiffany. Seven hours. All right, 7 hours,
1: Matt. Uh and is closest to win? Yeah,
0: close. So these are all going to be in hour increments. But yeah, closer answer okay. wins. Okay.
1: I'll I'll go 8.
0: 8 hours? Yeah. Wow, playing those price is right rules, aren't we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, price is right is the right way. Matt's closer with 8 hours. I played Paper Mario: The Oregon, The King. Took me 23 hours specifically to roll credits.
2: 23? Okay. So, Dang! Yeah. It's a, it's it's a, a long, long game. game.
0: Yeah, it's an RPG. Yeah. I Not,
1: wait, Honestly, I was so like... <laughs> because I want the points, you know what oh I mean? I want God. these big points. Um, I honestly, because I know it, it took me about 25 to 30 hours to beat that game. And I was like, Alex is usually about like 10 hours faster than me on things. So that makes perfect sense to me.
0: Right, yeah, and I definitely, you know, in one of the few rare cases, Paper Mario Origami King actually had in-game stat tracking, right, like completions yeah. for zones, um, and I definitely did not do that. I did not one hundred percent most of the zones in that game, so you know, I was just kind of playing what I found fun and kind of just moved on, rolled credits, and ended yeah. it there.
2: I was just reflecting back to what you, what I know about how long you played Mario Odyssey. And that's True, but so Mario Odyssey
0: is definitely a very different game than Paper Mario. You know, RPGs, always got to add like 90 hours to that estimate.
1: <laughs> 90 okay. hours to this 23-hour game.
0: <laughs> all right, second game, a game we've all played, Hades. <gasps> this game came out in October, I guess, officially. Well, I got this game in October of 2020. And I last played this in July of 2021, but yeah. how long did I play this game for in total?
1: And this, I'm gonna time, say, Matt, we'll go first 14 hours. All right.
2: Gosh, I'm gonna say nine.
0: All right, and with that, Matt takes it again. 23 hours Damn. 23 hours I thought wow, so you it beat took me- up
2: because you only played it one like you only beat it once
0: yes no I actually by the end of by 23 hours I rolled credits on the game so it took oh, me 13 okay. and a half hours to get the very first clear so I didn't actually clear a run until 13 and a half hours of play time and then it took me about 10 more hours to roll credits on the game
2: I didn't think you beat it yeah, I didn't I realize credits. that so you you cleared it ten times? Yes. Oh my gosh. I had no idea. I had no yeah, idea you It's you one beat of the, the best
1: game. games of all time. Like it's fantastic.
2: What does that have to do with him beating it or not?
1: Because why wouldn't you beat it ten times? Because if it's I <laughs> haven't goate. beat it ten <laughs>
2: times.
1: You're still working on your twenty three hours.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I've actually like surpassed it. I'm just a bad yeah. Hades player, I literally got my first clear at four at run 40. Okay, like,
0: well, I, I'll be honest, I did so. I cleared it at least once with every weapon. So, there are mm-hmm. six weapons in the game. I've done a clear with every weapon. The last few clears to roll credits, though, I just used the bow. The bow is very nice. overpowered, in my opinion. So, I was just like, you know Shield. what, this is the s- strongest weapon in the game. Very easy to use. I'm just going to use mm-hmm. the bow. So that's ah, what carried me through so to good. the end.
2: I love the shield. That was my one and only clear with the shield. Felt you like feel
1: like Captain America. Yeah. I was about to yeah, say that. So good. felt
2: like Captain America. Felt
0: all right. Third game. A game, again, we've all played. Some more than others. Marvel's <gasps> Avengers. Dang it. We got oh, this game wow. in November of 2020 and I last played this in December of 2020, how long did I play Marvel's Avengers for? By December 2020.
2: I'm going to say 62 hours.
0: All right.
1: Oof, man, this is a tough one. I I think the better question is, will you do any more hours than what the answer is? That's true, but obviously excluding (laughs) those hours. I will say 60 hours, because you're fast, and I have no idea how you beat it so fast.
0: And with that, Tiffany takes this round, 66 hours. Whoa, nice. For perspective, I did get the Platinum Trophy in Marvel's Avengers, so that is 66 hours to completion. Technically, I mean, it is a live service game. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I haven't gone back for any of the Spider-Man content, haven't done the raid in Wakanda. uh, But, you know, those came out long after I got that platinum. So it's kind of hard to say how convincing is it? Is this content to get me to come back? Well, you deleted Mm -hmm. it from your
2: console. So that is true,
0: too. But maybe that might come up in the podcast later on today. So stay tuned, listeners, if you're interested (laughs) in some more Marvel's (laughs) Avengers talk.
1: I'm sure there's a ton of people still interested Climbering. in Marvel's Avengers. Oh, yeah. Every single
0: time they see it in a timestamp, they're like, I'm clicking to that timestamp. I want to hear it. All right. So two to one in Matt's favor. We're moving on to the fourth game. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Mm-hmm. So for pers- for perspective, I got this game in January of 2021. And so I want to know, or I want you guys to guess, how many hours have I played up until basically today's recording date?
1: I'm going to say 35 hours.
2: Uh, dang. <sighs> I was actually going to say 34. Oh, but you know what? I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say 34. Do it.
0: Oh man, price is right rules. What a good time, you know. Th- and this is why we're alternating who takes a guess first. Tiffany takes this round.
2: Is it really 28
0: 32 hours. Oh, wow. Wow, oh, nice. Okay, okay. okay excellent. And excellent. so for perspective on this, I basically only play a third of the game. I've I've played that game for 32 hours and it's only a third. You know, this feels like a Persona 5 level amount of time investment that is ungodly amount of hours of doing mm-hmm. the very similar missions over and over again. So I am nowhere near close to the end of this game, but I definitely don't know if I'm ever going back to it. It's I brought it up on the podcast before. I've actually mentioned how much I played it mm-hmm. on previous episode oh. like long, long, you know, several, like 20, 30 episodes ago. So in case you guys remembered, it would have that information, but it seemed
1: like Matt, you're, you're inkling. The inkling was there.
0: And I, I was knew- like, I'm
1: going to edge you out. I knew it was like, it, this is a huge game. It's like hundreds of hours. And I was like, I know he's nowhere near that. Like, I knew he gave up <laughs> long long before that.
0: <laughs> cool. All right. So that means.
2: We're tied. Oh, my gosh.
1: Tied. You're tied Just going the to drama. the final round. So the this
0: drama. is the true tiebreaker with the last game. And that is a game. Again, we, we've all played. Wow, look at that. And that's Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Ooh. Okay.
2: I was really hoping so, you were gonna ask about Animal Crossing.
0: That I did think about that. I don't know if I actually have that on my list, so I don't think I have time. Like not on my list, but like I would have to look at my Switch for that information. Um But with that, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, this game came out and I got it in October of twenty twenty one. I finished it, or I finished playing it in November of 2021. How many hours did I play it for?
2: This is really tough mm-hmm. for me. Because I know you did it efficiently. Ooh.
1: as always.
2: It's not like the longest game at all. So Yeah,
0: no, it's not very long. Ooh. I think it's it's like what, 15 chapters but like some of the chapters aren't even an hour long. Yeah. You know, yeah, take. yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. I'm going to say 26 hours.
0: 26 hours, all right. Oh I,
1: man. i don't guess. I was <sighs>
2: Were you also going to guess? I
1: was, well, I was going to say 25 because I like <laughs> five five increments.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Because I can't remember if I beat it in 35 hours or 25 hours. I know you're before me. Like, you finished it better, faster than me. Uh, I'm just going to go with, I was going to say 25 if it was my turn anyway. So, I might as well go 25.
0: All right, Matt's going with his gut, his inkling. And that inkling is true. Dang he's closer. it. closer. Dang it. I played Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy for 17 hours. 17! You, you are a madman. Oh, my and, God. I
2: almost was like 18 hours. Like, but... Oh,
0: dang. And also, for perspective, I did get the platinum in this game. You know, I was able to... You know, with the help of a guide, I did find all the collectibles. So, I didn't have to backtrack through anything. Found all the outfits. And... Uh, yeah, I just had to start that new game plus to get those last few outfits that you get that unlock on new game plus.
1: You are an absolute animal, Alex. I knew you're fast, but like seventeen that that game, like the last three chapters are pretty significant. Like oh yeah, I remember. Long.
0: I remember even a few of the bosses. I did have multiple retries. Like I did die a couple times. I, I thought I you like, had to you
2: grind. Know,
0: Uh, you mean for some of the trophies,
1: or
2: yeah, I thought you had to. I had to boost some of the
1: some of the trophies. There were some
0: hard trophies where you had to like have one of the guardians do a specific action, and I remember in like one of the chapters, I restarted a fight multiple times because I just was like trying to get. I think it was like Drax to like chop off the like things limbs or something. But it's like random which guardian, like when you do the interact button, like which one actually does their move. So that did take a few resets as well, but you know, not too many, luckily. Uh but that was pretty frustrating about getting through that. But with that, Matt takes it, he ties it up with Tiffany for three points in our each with our running total. Congratulations. I'm similarly with four. And so with that, maybe we'll see a a new leader in the next few, after the next few VGS segments. But with that, you know, we're now done as is the topic of today. Done with the VGS, moving on to the main topic and keeping it open-ended, you know, when do you, like, what feeling do you guys get or when do you know you're done with something? Like, when do you feel like you're done with something? And this could be something, in general, as Tiffany mentioned, you know, in the uh, before the variety game segment, uh, whether it could be done for the time being, you know, specifically maybe for the day, or maybe in general, you know, maybe you're just ready to move on. Is there something like? Is there a clear indicator to you that makes it, say, you know, I'm ready to go on to something else?
2: I'm going to say that I. It, when I'm no longer enjoying the media, I will p- stop. And this is more of the permanent stop, not necessarily the like end of the day. I am notoriously bad of not knowing when to stop for sleeping purposes. <laughs> um, specifically, TV shows. If I'm really in, I will like not stop. Unless I'm literally I have to physically go to work the next day and then I will try to at least make sure I have four and a half hours of sleep if I have to go into work. But in the past, specifically with books, I used to always power through and try to finish a book. Now in the last like 15 years, I would say that I've learned that there's so many hundreds of thousands of books in the world. And so now I will easily drop books when I'm not enjoying what's happening. So specifically in terms of media, I would like to discuss a couple Netflix shows. I have a very spicy take. I could not handle Stranger Things. I watched two episodes of Stranger Things and then could no longer stomach Winona, wow. Winona Ryder's character. She was too shrieky. She was too devastated. She was a mom desperate to find her son. I am not a mom desperate to find anybody so like i didn't really understand <laughs> her despair and her character was just very shrieky the the teenagers were all a-holes except for like the brother maybe and i don't like <clears throat> didn't really care about them i adored the children i adored 11 i adored her posse of dungeons and dragons players but they were literally one third of the show and one third was not enough for me to power through the rest of it. I also don't have the nostalgia for the '80s as so many other people do, so I readily dropped Stranger Things because I was like, no, I'm not committing to this.
0: So was that at the like clear end of episode two, or was it like part way through episode two? You're just like, I'm done with this. Like, did you like? Fu- I finished episode I guess, two. Was the- I finished- okay, so. Was it because you felt out of obligation that you started episode two you want to finish it? Or was it by the, like, end of episode two is when you actually came to that feeling of you just didn't like the characters?
2: I was waiting for maybe, like, a cliffhanger to, like, draw me in or something. Like, is something going to happen where I'm like, never mind, I can power through this. But it never happened. Um, Another Netflix show. Well, I want to talk more about this
1: because I find that so surprising. Like, Stranger Things, I've... I don't know. I, I I quite enjoy Stranger Things. I do agree with you, Winona rita as I am also not a mom, um, nor am I distressed to find my uh unborn son yeah. <laughs> anywhere. Isn't he born? Um, well uh, yeah, he is. Um <laughs> Will you know like yeah, he's just going scre- crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um I get that. I Oh it's it's it is really good though. Like it, you know, playing with the boys on Dead by Daylight because Stranger Things is on Dead by Daylight. It, it got pulled, but you could still play those characters. Um, we were in a lobby with uh, Steve Harrington, the the teenager with like the really cool hair, you know. Um, and we were kind of talking. Just me and Yasu were like, you know, Steve Harrington has a really good character arc, and you really don't see it until, especially season two, but season three uh you you really get into it and i don't know i i i wish you liked it because i feel like you get over the winona rider section of that once what happens in the first season is 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 done with but i i get you though like i don't know something to just like taint a whole experience one character in particular that's that's pretty powerful it's thing to happen to you
2: (laughs) yeah it was a lot i mean also the teen like the teenagers they were like mean to barb like like i'm just not about that anymore you know or well i need moderation i don't know i mean me i still love mean girls the movie and obviously that clearly has a bunch of people being mean teenagers but but like the whole vibe i was like 80s i'm like so what like i wasn't conscious in the 80s i have no memories of like i don't know you know what i mean like people were like oh man look at that like and i was just like whatever i don't it wasn't i needed more sci-fi early on i guess Mm -hmm. to like really grab me
1: did you did you ever watch dark no because that's another netflix show and i feel like people say that that is a grown-up version of stranger things like it has the sci-fi of stranger things but it doesn't have any of like the kid drama I've always wanted to check it out. I just haven't. But if you're looking for sci fi and you're looking for something to watch, I don't know. Maybe maybe you'll be right. Maybe like no one Owner rider will be like perfect. Like the secret sauce that you can finally <laughs> like enjoy something like that.
2: Yeah. I mean I love the children. Like yeah. I, I like yeah, yeah. the children. Like that was ador like that was fun. And like the whole they had the tropes. You know, the, the kid mm-hmm. that's like, we shouldn't do that. Like, I'm like, I'm scared. Like, don't do that. And then the one kid that's like, we got to explore. <laughs> like, yeah. like literally the Goonies. But here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Goonies. it, like all these like the kids are basically the same.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or Sandlot, whatever. So like, but it was too much for me. But I was happy to stop because, you know, Alex, like Strangers like was like eight to ten episodes. Yeah. I was like eight to ten hours of watching this and I have to pay attention like that's that's a long time.
0: Right. And and you got through like a fifth or a quarter of it. That's and I true. Feel like with in terms of like especially for just for that season, like the perspective, right? If if it didn't get you there like, you know, not to say it's sunk cost fallacy, but I'm like, you already put it in the two hours. If it's not there, like why move on, right? Like and, and in most cases, right. That's a whole movie. You know, it's like yeah. it's like you watched a whole movie you didn't like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, in in direct reference to that, there's very few movies I don't finish, mostly because they're short. And it's like, oh, I just want to have the valid opinion of saying if a movie's bad, it is bad, right? And I feel like, you know, you have to watch the whole thing to have a, like, earnest opinion of that, right? But the one movie that sticks out in my mind that I actually never finished, so like, the only movie I guess I've never finished really in my lifetime that I knowingly remember is Inception, I actually found Inception very boring, and I only watched 40 minutes of it, and I just left. I was like, I I was over it. You left and the I know theater? This, no. No, no. It was, at was at home. home.
2: And I was like, Alex, so, watch this magnificent movie. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: she bought the Blu-ray. We were watching it at home with the family in the living room, and 40 minutes in, I was just not impressed. I just didn't. And I guess it wasn't, like, to say there was bad acting or anything. I just wasn't interested in the story. Like, I just – there was nothing really to hook me to say, okay, maybe the premise of what the movie's about in terms of, right, inserting ideas, thoughts into people's minds and making it believe it's their own, right? And that's, like, the effective way to say this is how you get people to do something, right? Because only if they truly believe it's their own idea will they do it, you know, rather than it being someone, you know – as if someone told them to do something. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It kind of, it just didn't grab me. I know a lot of people, and this was also years after it had already come out, right? Because we bought the Blu-ray long after it released. I think it originally came out 2013 or so. 2010. 2010? Yeah, even older than that. Um, And yeah, it was like five years ago we watched it, or I tried to watch it. It wasn't five years ago.
2: I think I bought it like relatively, like it came out and then I bought it. Like I think it was within like a year or two.
0: Well, then even worse, I just wasn't about it. I, <laughs> wow. I was not impressed. And so I never watched the
1: entirety of Inception. You guys are breaking my actual heart. <laughs> because like Stranger Things is is great. But even more than that is Inception. Inception is definitely in my top 25 movies of all time. Like it is it is a standout for Christopher Nolan. When we talked about uh, the Os- in, last year during Oscar season, Uh, Me, Tiffany, and Ariel talked about, like, our favorite movies of the past decade. Inception was there for me, and I, like, I went on and on, so you guys can listen to that if you want to, but Inception, for me, was so, such a magical part of my life. I know it's 2010, because I actually graduated high school in 2010, and it came out that summer, and so I remember that, like, magical period between high school and college, where, like, me and my buddies... We just graduated high school, feeling like I'm on top of the world. We literally watched Inception like three times. Like we we watched Inception and then was like that ending. And we all just like started theorizing. We were like went to a coffee shop and like just started talking about like all these things. And we we're trying to convince each other that what we saw was the actual interpretation. And then we went and watched it the next night. Like it was like such an awesome experience. And maybe that's why I think so so fondly of it the interesting part about you saying you gave up on it 40 minutes i the first 40 minutes or really like the first third of the movie is christopher nolan doing what christopher nolan does which is he over explains concepts and the first 40 minutes of inception is basically all monologue they're they're explaining the ins and outs of inception and you're you're made to believe this kind of dream machine. And it's not until that last third that the first third really kind of is fine. Like the first third with just the first third, I could see why you don't like it. But seeing how it pays off in the end, you realize how much you needed that laid foundation that he carefully explained through all these monologues. So I guess I can see it because like if you only had Matt, that Matt's first in 40 minutes here
0: <laughs> what's that you're you're like in denial. i'll i'll say this i i think i actually really enjoyed the idea like the idea behind inception right the mechanics of it yeah. i think i like you know as a Basis of saying the concept of how do you insert something into someone's mind? Like I like kind of that, I guess it's more so the mystery and everything else surrounding it, but also like the, what they're specifically trying to insert like for Mm -hmm. that movie, just like, I didn't care. Like I felt like to me, I didn't care about the characters or what they were trying to accomplish. And so I was, I was so interested in the idea, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily like, like the journey of those characters specifically. And so I think yeah. that's why I'm like, regardless how interesting this mechanic is, like I could see this, you know, reusing something else and it would probably be just as cool, you know, as long as it was done well. But I just didn't care about that like cast of characters and like what they're trying to accomplish at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, I honestly think though that you're kind of like doing yourself a disservice for quitting after 40 minutes because a lot of the character development, which is like something that I definitely is one of my favorite things in any movie happens in that last third. Because you're not really seeing, okay, who is this Tom Hardy person? They, they like they have a past, but they don't really know anything about him. And then you can see through his actions later in the movie, like what type of person he actually is. It's it's an interesting thing. And I this is coming from someone who out of everything, I quit games, I quit TV shows, I quit books. One thing I don't quit are movies. I watched probably one of the worst movies I ever watched last year during quarantine. Like Netflix was releasing a movie every month.
2: You mean every week?
1: uh, Sorry, every week. um, This might have been actually two years ago now. um, They released this just terrible movie, probably the worst movie I've ever watched. Six Underground. Nope, (laughs) nope. It wasn't that.
0: You know, I just want (laughs) to side note. I should have quit
2: watching that movie. That's a movie (laughs) that I should not finish. Yeah. Why (laughs) did you? We were also watching that with the fam, and he was in the living room too, so he could have totally blood.
0: And technically, I did quit because I just went on my phone and started doing other things. So, I spiritually true, quit. True,
1: true. I, I feel like even when I'm, like, watching really terrible movies, I still will watch it. I'll just still watch it. So, which movie which did you quit? I haven't seen Six or, Underground. I don't even the remember one? the movies called. Oh, the worst to movie be i honest. I,
0: th- I think yeah. that's even better, right? Because it's so bad. Like, why bother retaining it, you know? It's like, you just want to cleanse yourself. And honestly, Matt, I agree with you that I would also typically not do it. I Really, I think Inception is the only movie that I've done that with. Like, every other movie I've kind of, like, if I've set out to watch it, like, I've actually watched it all the way through. Also, right, as you said, you know, typically these are, like, two to three hour at most journeys, so it's, like, not even too much time to really get the whole story. And so I think it is definitely better. And, right, and this is to say, you know, You know, listeners out there, you can say my opinion's meaningless because I've only watched the first four minutes. Sure. But it just to me, I just wasn't grabbed. And for some reason, I guess it was also the hype, the fact that I was watching after the fact that people hyped it up so much that that helped build into saying, oh, yeah, I should like this. Right. Because the public opinion says I should like it. And then I watch it and we get 40 minutes in and I'm just not jiving with it. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm good. I just want mm. to be done here and so I just stopped watching.
2: I mean, first of all, I like love I adored the movie, which is why I bought it, and then I know my our dad did not appreciate it because he's like why isn't there more action? But whatever. Uh I would just like to say also that it's essentially like a heist movie, like a like a very yeah. highfalutin heist movie, and when have you ever cared about any of the characters of any heist movie in the first like 30 minutes? Cuz I've never. I mean, they like meet. This is the guy that's gonna pick the lock, like from Ocean's Eleven, and he's like, "Hey, yeah. I have this is money. the
1: acrobat."
2: Yeah, that <sighs> he's
1: gonna do a flip.
2: <laughs> yeah, and so like for me, like in most heist movies, I don't anticipate to care about any of these fools until like I see their journey, you know. So, but I understand. Yeah, li- I vividly still remember Alex is like, "I don't care about this. Turn this off," and I was like dad and I are still watching. (laughs) He's like, I'm (laughs) going to go. I tend to agree with you guys or like most movies. I don't, I, I try to finish. I try Mm -hmm. to finish most movies. Um, I have quit bad Netflix movies, Mm -hmm. you know, on occasion uh, in the last like five years. Alex, I watched another Ryan Reynolds Netflix movie called The Adam Project, and it was not great. It was not a great movie. It has Mark Ruffalo and and Zoe Saldana, and it still wasn't that great. Um, But I finished that one. And we also finished Venom 2. And honestly, I wish we stopped it. Like, I don't like that we finished Venom 2 when we watched that over the holidays like that was a trash fire of a movie um but there was action in there so our dad was like whatever this is fine yeah. <laughs> I feel uh, like it
1: comes I feel like it comes down to how much I think my time is worth And for a movie it's just an hour and a half two hours and I I could deal with two hours like at the end of the day like I feel like I can say something about any movie I watch, whether or not I like it or not. But when you like really start that's why I I tend to quit TV shows a whole lot more. And I quit uh, video games a whole lot more because of that time commitment. Like if I'm not jiving, honestly the most engrossed you should ever be in a series is the pilot. Like the pr- the point of the pilot, the first episode is to get you in. And if I'm not feeling in, And I'm not really enjoying the characters. It's going to take a lot for me to continue. So I've, I definitely quit very early on in TV shows. If I'm like, yeah, that was fine. Like there's a person at work that really wants me to watch this series. I'm like, it's fine. I had a fine time, but I'd rather have a good time watching The Last Kingdom, which I'm really jiving with. And like, I'm just binging through because it's just amazing. My, meanwhile like a game like i love finishing it games i love platinum games i love 100 in games and then when they have like a super hard trophy or or like maybe something i really have to grind for if i have to put like 10 to 20 hours for one trophy i will swallow my pride and delete the game and be like you know it's not it's not worth it like it, it's not worth it like i'm thinking like cana bridge of spirits i was that, gonna mention that, that hard but you mode, finished it you I finished it, it. But that hard mode to get that last trophy that I needed for the platinum, I'm like, ah, maybe I will come back to this if they nerf some of these bosses because the boss fights are just not well done, in my opinion. Uh, to be as difficult as I just didn't think it it matched with your ability. And then two, a game that I really, really love, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, I love that game. I platinum the main game. When I played the DLC those hard mode bosses, I would have to grind, like, and I would have to make individual builds for each of these bosses, and to make those individual builds, you would have to get your materia, and then upgrade all the materia, and to do all that, like, it would take me probably 10 hours, 10 to 12 hours, just to get my builds right, before I could at least try the boss, and I was like, I love this game, I don't want to regret loving this game, like, I don't want to, Come out of this and be like, "I wish I could have spent my time doing something else."
2: I'm pretty bad with video games, and that I always think I'm gonna go back. Like, I don't know That's your that. Toxic I, treat. I don't know that I've. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever like actually been like, "I'm never playing this game again." Like, yeah, I I've never actually had that thought to myself, or at least honestly, it's not coming to mind. When I've decided, like I'm done here, um, without, well, actually no. So, like, sackboy, um, a big adventure. Mm-hmm. I finished the game, so I, fi- I like I'm done, right? So, but I didn't get that one last trophy, which was the knitted night trials altogether. But I knew I was like, I'm done with this. But like, I didn't think that was considered. Like, I didn't see that as like stopping because I'm not technically a trophy hunter. But yeah, in most situations for video games, I'm quite optimistic. Uh, TV shows, I'm quite good at deciding I'm done here. I give a lot of credit to shows that grab me really quickly. Like, I have this rule where if it's a half hour show, I'll watch like three episodes to like, you know, I see an hour of it. And see if it interests oh, me. Then I move, I move forward. If not, then whatever. One hour shows. I actually do like. I I think I usually decide by the first episode if I'm if I'm here or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm very similar. I mean, Tiffany talked about shows in general, but like specifically, it's for me and anime, right? Like anime episodes, 21 minutes long. I watch the first three episodes of most seasons or most shows that I try. Mm-hmm. And if I don't like in the first episodes, I I drop it, you know, cause it's that thing of right. Typically anime seasons these days are 12 episodes. So three episodes is a quarter of it. So if I've gone through a quarter of the show, like at least for the season and if I don't like it, like it's, I'm just done with it. Right. Because it's like, if you can't grab me this far into it and I have to watch the whole thing. I mean, I feel like the hook is very important for a lot of things, right? It's like, even listen to music, right? Even though I'm pretty sure no one like quits listening to a song, but, or you probably do, but it's probably for other reasons, not necessarily the length, but it's like that first like 30 seconds, you know, the first part of anything is really important. It's like similar to inception, right? To me where I'm like, I need to at least have an established feeling that I think I'm going to like it. And if I don't get there in the beginning, Mm -hmm then I typically use that as my kind of signal to say, you know what, you're probably not going to like this. And for the most part, it's usually right there. I don't know many times that, or at least I can't vividly remember any times where I've regretted, right. That I've like gone back to something I didn't think I'd go back to. Um, and then actually ended up liking it and wonder to myself, why did I quit in the first place? Uh, Cause typically I feel like, you know, my feelings have done me right. And, you know, Talking about games, too, I'd say, unlike Tiffany, I definitely have a hard cutoff. Like, I know, like, I even on my list, right? I list out games I know I won't go back to. Um, and one in particular is The Witness. And so, for those of you out there that know The Witness, right, this is a puzzle game, and it's essentially you either figure out what the puzzle is or you don't. And I came to the point where I was so stumped, I started looking up solutions, and then I realized. You know, this being a puzzle game, what's the point in playing the game anymore if I'm just looking at the solution? It's like Mm. I'm completely just not playing the game at that point. And so, definitely for puzzle games, when it comes to that, you know, it's a hard drop for me because I realized, hey, I mean, The Witnesses has very easy trophies because the trophies are just solve all the puzzles. And so, technically, I could just look up the solution to every puzzle and get this platinum for free. But, you know, I stopped playing because I was like, you know, I could get the trophies, but I wasn't playing the game for the trophies. I was actually intrigued by the puzzle mechanics, right? Mm -hmm. Even as simple as they are, which were basically connect-the-dots type of puzzles. Mm -hmm. But the fact that it came to the point where I was essentially cheating myself out of the game, that I was like, yeah, I definitely should just stop playing this because it isn't for me. You know, I was getting frustrated. I just couldn't figure it out. I was being a dumb-dumb, so I just had to move on.
1: I actually quit The Witness as well. And uh, a big part of the reason why is I actually got to the very end. Um, you open the mountain, you get through the mountain. There's a bunch of puzzles that kind of like test your ability that you've learned throughout this entire process. I got it. Uh, I think it was a PS Plus game. Yeah. I had initially played on Xbox, never finished it. And it was like, I'm just going to do this again. Like, because the problem was, if you take a break from The Witness, you forget all the mechanics and all the how to solve the puzzles is so difficult. So I went through it and got all the way to the end. And it just got so it just got too hard. It just got too hard for me, because the last puzzle is procedurally generated. So every time that you start the puzzle, it's going to be different. And so there's no way for you to be like, okay, I'm going to memorize this answer. And then move on to the next one, because it's going to be way different the next time. And so it really makes sure that you're a master of your of your skill and a master of the puzzles. And honestly, I was like, I think I, I got really close a couple times, but it just was like really stressful. And I was like, you know, I'm okay. Like, I'm okay if I don't get this. Like, it's just, I'm gonna have to put a lot of effort into this. And I just feel like I, that was also at the beginning of like having a PlayStation. So I'm like, I've got other games and I shouldn't be like wasting my time on a game that I've already played and really enjoyed when it first came out.
2: So I took a quick perusal of my PlayStation trophy list, and I actually found two games on here that I did stop and like will never, ever go back to. One of them is Maneater, that shark game that we got for free, PS Plus. Oh, yeah. I played it for like an hour and a half or to two hours, and honestly, I had fun, but I also was like, oh, okay, that's it. Like I'm like I'm a shark. I'm eating things. I'm I killed someone. I'm collecting things. I'm evolving. I evolved it to maybe a teen, I think. And then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Watch out,
0: teen werewolf! It's teen shark shark time. Yeah, and
2: I was like, (laughs) I was like, I'm done. That was fun, you know. Like that was a fun jaunt. And then this other game actually broke my darn heart, which is, um. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles remaster. Mm. I was
0: waiting to see if you're going to mention that because I was going to bring it up if you didn't.
2: It came out like three three years, two, three years ago, and I was ready for it because everyone talked so highly of it. It was a co-op game. I made Alex also buy it. We had another friend buy it. We tried to play it, and it was a bloody nightmare. Playing co-op. Only the host gets progress. We literally spent the first day redoing the three dungeons three times. (laughs) Like, and then Alex progressed to the second area and then he couldn't join back to our parties because he was already far gone. So then the next time we played, I had to, like, play it by myself and, like, make it there and it was just not... I was like, what is this BS? Mm-hmm. Like, This is hot garbage. I wanted to play this co-op with people. The fact that we can't all get progress simultaneously. The fact that I had to watch Alex's character every single cutscene, collect the dew drop or whatever because he was the one holding the dang lantern. I was like, <laughs> what is this? So sad.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, Devil, that's on the... That was... Well, the second thing I was going to mention, just when it, and I feel like for me, this comes down to as a very clear marker of saying like when you, when you play a game, right, when you've played a session, you know, regardless of if it's something you're playing for the first time or playing like you've come back to, you know, take a, maybe a small break or you're just playing again. I think it's really, does it make you feel like at least this is my standard of like, if I'm not smiling or if I didn't think like, hey, that was a good time after like I shut off the game. I feel like that's kind of my indicator to say, I just need to be done with this, you know, because it's, it's that feeling to say, right. Like these are creative pursuits, you know, as we say in our intro, every time, you know, we have full-time jobs that are outside of the entertainment industry. Like we're not playing these things or watching these things to get paid. You know, we're not reviewers, we're not analysts or whatnot. And so it's definitely that thing to say, right. We have to be mindful of our free time. And if we're not having fun with something, I think it makes sense to stop, you know, and it's, It's definitely for me, too, and I need to shout this out because it's probably the the game I've played the most in my entire life, and that's League of Legends, in that, you know, I played most of it in college, you know, during my college years, and kind of when I first started playing, you know, I didn't have a goal, right? Because obviously, as a competitive online game, there's not really an end to it, right? Like, you just keep playing the game, right? Every Mm -hmm. match is self-sustained, and, you know, it's within itself and contained, and so, or Self-contained, not self-sustained. Self-contained, and there's not any bleed-outs anything else. But I set out with the goal to say, I'm going to reach Platinum rank. Because when I started at the time, Platinum was the highest rank in the game. So I thought, hey, if I can get good enough to reach the highest rank, you know, I've, like, to me, that's like beating the game, right? I've, like, gotten good enough to say, yeah, I've made it. And eventually they added more ranks and it, it came to the point where I knew, okay, so they added what they call challenger rank, which was essentially the professional rank. Like people that were Challenger were either professionals that played the game, you know, they got paid to play this competitively or they were people that were good enough to play competitively. And I knew I was never going to get there, but there was a diamond rank and I saw myself, Hey, if I can get there, if I can get to diamond, I think I've proven to myself that I can, I know how to play the game and in order to get any higher, it's just putting in more time, right? It's just like with anything, grinding out matches and eventually you'll get there if you're good enough. Mm-hmm. And so by the time season four, season five came around, I got there, I got to Diamond and that's, that's kind of where I stopped. Not to say I stopped playing the game because I still play it to this day, but I knew I wasn't going to ever play the game seriously anymore because I proved to myself to say, at least I got here. And, you know, back in the day, Diamond was point top point two percent of players. So wow. a very small fraction of the player base ever got that high. And I could say, Hey, I know, I know, I know how to play the game, whether or not, you know, my teammates think I know how to play a game. That's a different story, right? Cause that's <laughs> per game, right? You're proving that every single time you queue into a match. But uh, at least I know I don't need to grind this game anymore. And I still love it, right? As a game, I play from time to time. It's something I always go back to. They're continually updating it, new characters, balance updates. And so it's always still different. It still feels fresh. But I know, hey, this is a game I play to have fun because I like the game mechanically. I just don't need to take it seriously anymore. Is there anything like that for you guys? Or are there games that you've like played over time and maybe let's say you still go back to or watch or read even, but you just do it in a more casual way.
2: For sure. I mean, I'm the same with League of Legends, and I'd probably say that with Fall Guys. And, you know, maybe, you know, I feel like I have a handful of Switch games that I pop in occasionally, um, but it's very casual. Obviously, like Mario Kart is the same and then mario party but i guess those are like unique scenarios
1: yeah like i i used to play overwatch quite a bit and i i used to be quite decent at overwatch like i had a squad and we would do fairly well uh like ranked play and just you know casual just quick match we would play every day like multiple hours a day every day for months like we it was a it was a standing order to that okay we're at least going to play like 2 hours each night of overwatch and like we all had our roles like we all had our tanks and all, okay you know kevin wants to play tank this time uh matt can you hop on lucio it's like yeah i got you like I, I i can i can play lucio that's cool you know like i had all my characters that i could play and i could play well and that was when overwatch league really got started and I started watching, like, more competitive Overwatch. And I still subscribe to Overwatch, even though I have not played Overwatch in years. I, I left it because, one, I was kind of burnt out from the gameplay. Two, was kind of burnt out from the toxicity of the community. And I was just in a very different headspace at that at that moment. Um, just, like, in school and everything. And I just I wasn't about it. So, it's something that I'll, I know I'll never go back to. Like, I'll never play Overwatch again. Overwatch 2, maybe I will check it out. Primarily, I probably won't go back to Overwatch PvP just because the toxicity really still burned me. But the PvE of Overwatch 2 makes me interested because the game is mechanically brilliant. Like, it is a fantastic game. It, It really is. It was my game of the year that year. And honestly, it's one of the best games of the past generation. It's just when you have that toxicity, it just kind of ruins it. Um, so maybe I'll check out Overwatch 2, but I'll, I'll, I'll likely never reboot up Overwatch 1.
0: All right. And with that, I guess that we're, we're, this episode comes to an end, just like Matt's Overwatch career. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like this episode, you can write in to rxp.podcast at gmail.com or at rxp underscore podcast on twitter or comment down below on the youtube version of this video and let us know you know are there things that you guys go back to or there's things you've dropped because you're either done with it you know you finished it you got that platinum or you rolled credits or you just didn't like it anymore you know As, as as all things come to an end so does this episode So shout out to Grandmaster Doug for providing our music. And until next time, take care.
1: You you are a madman.